Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. All right, guys. Morning. How are we doing? Got a nice little nice little group on today. Um, again, been listening to some podcasts myself. Going to try to slow down my delivery. I know it's it's fast. It's because I'm passionate. It's also because I don't have any notes. So when you just sit at the pulpit or whatever and you just kind of talk about what you're going to talk about, it kind of runs from your brain and sometimes it goes a little faster and it's kind of hard to listen to. So I do have notes today because this is a topic that I've talked about before over the years, and I think it really is is coming to the forefront here because when we sit, you know, in our Tuesday lead group, you know, when we take our calls on the weekends, when we take our text messages, when folks want help about, uh, you know, with certain things, right? Some of the questions are, are important and they're important to you. So one of my goals for 2017, and we wrote it on the board for the, the biggest part of the year, is that if it's important to you, it's important to me. So if I think the question's dumb, or I think in this case the fear is unwarranted, or if I think the question or the ask for help is silly, I have to keep in mind and I have to keep to myself that it's important to you. It's important to you, the agent that we're supporting, and you, the agent that we're trying to help grow, that question, that situation, that fear is important to you. So there, see, I could have done it. I was going to say, okay, all right, see, and I didn't. I'm learning, I'm learning. So what, I, what I've done over the years is I, and I have this big coaching journal, this big coaching binder. I take these, these topics and I kind of put them together and deliver something. So I've got about 10 or 12 of these that you can write down if you want or you can just, you know, kind of listen to and see if they apply. But my biggest questions, you know, my biggest topic here is, you know, what, is your, what are your fears in real estate? What is holding you back? See, I could have gone down. I could have said right right there, but I didn't. What is holding you back? So let's talk about social. And by no means is this critical. By no means is this a, a, a punishment. I'm just asking. What's holding you back from uh, – I hate when I get text messages. Uh, what's holding you back from being successful? So let's talk about social media. What's holding you back from taking a Mother's Day picture – and sharing it on our Facebook feed. Is it ability? Is it, is it lack of technology? Is it lack of time? Is it fear? Okay? So let's talk about, we'll skip from that, but that's the springboard. But here's the fears in actually handling customers, handling consumers. So does your lack of experience scare you? If you walk into a car dealership, would the car salesman say, 
oh, geez, guys, this, you're my first client. You're my first. This is the first car I'm going to sell. I hope I know myself. Orders that you walk into a doctor and a doctor says, hey, hey, patient, this is my first root canal. I hope I don't mess it up. No, right? His lack of experience is not, maybe a fear for him internally, but he still shows up and performs that, that dental surgery. He still steps up and sells the car. All right, how about what your experience that says, you know, when you're dialing the phone, we've all got fear of the phone, right? Let's just, let's just admit that straight up. There are far less people that don't have fear of the phone, right? Everybody's scared of the phone. Even it's just generational versus fear of the phone. So when you dial the phone, what's your fear? Oh, shit, they're going to answer. Then what do I say? So we get stuck in there so we don't dial. Or we, or we, we kind of compartmentalize where they're at. Well, maybe they're at work. Maybe they're in their car. Maybe they're with their kid. Well, I don't want to call it nine because they're at work. I don't want to call it five because they're at dinner. I don't want to call it three because they might be driving. I don't want to call it seven because it's too late, right? Those are all fears. Those are roadblocks from us making the connection. And then obviously hoping that when you do call, you get a voicemail because you don't want to talk to the guy because you don't know what to say to him. So are we scared? So that leads me to our next thing. Do we not think we're prepared, right? Do, do we not know what to say? Have we not practiced our scripts and dialogues enough? Let's take Xander Bogarts. I'm a good Red Sox fan. Let's take Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts jumped on the on the Red Sox scene in the playoffs. I know you might not be a hard nosed a hard nosed Red Sox fan. Rafi Devers came up in the playoffs. Okay, but where was he before that? He was practicing. He was learning, but he wasn't scared. He went up there and he acted as if I know how to play this game. I know how to sell. I know how, and even if you don't want to call it selling, I know how to talk to somebody enough to let them know that I'm in the real estate game. And the thing you should be talking about is how's the market? Come on, everybody asks you that. How's the market? It's the number one question you get. Okay, so hoping to get a voicemail as opposed to a live person, that is a legit fear in real estate. Picking up the phone, regardless of how you got the number, regardless of how you think the person signed up, and saying, Gee, I hope they don't get mad at me, or I hope they don't think I'm bugging them. That's what we think. That's fear. We have to put on our salesmanship hat that says, Mr. Client, I got your information. Here I am. What can I do for you? And you have to be prepared for them to say, how did you get my information? And you need to be prepared to say, well, we have a proprietary software. You probably clicked through one of my Facebook ads. If you're not interested in, in, in the house on Main Street, no problem. Sorry to bother you. I removed you from my list. But we're afraid to say that. We're afraid to make that call. So I could put 100 expired leads with phone numbers and addresses, MLS history, and any kind of stat you want on every single agent in this office, and I could say, listen, if you call these leads, you're going to get 100% of the action. I won't take one penny for the effort, and I'll help you. Do you know how many people would show up and make those calls? Very few. Why? Because they're afraid. We're, we have a fear of the phone. Everybody wants five listings. Everybody. If I went through and said, hey, guys, what do you think your next 90 days of real estate is the perfect world? What would it look like? You all would say, I want three or four listings. And then you come in even furthermore and say, well, how do I get those listings? So, it's, so there's a fear on really getting into that, getting our hands dirty, and really that hardcore prospecting. Turning ourselves into salesmen is one of the biggest fears. 
we are real estate agents by by trade. Excuse me, by profession. We are salespeople by trade, right? We are sales folks. Whether you like to think about it or not, we are selling a a value, a service, a commodity, uh, uh, advisory role, an agent role, whatever you want to do, however however you want to spin it. You are selling your your services onto that client. You're not selling the house. The house sells itself. And even on the listing side, you're not selling the house. The house sells itself. If it didn't, they wouldn't go under contract in two days or one day. So here's the thing, emailing versus calling a new lead, right? There's a fear factor there. There's a fear factor or, or an unwritten kind of rule that buyers are easier. Any person in real estate will tell you that's absolutely not the case. Listings are easier. They're easier to manage. They're easier to obtain. They're easier to prospect. They're cheaper. But most people say, I just want to start working out with buyers. Well, what is the fear? Why do people default to start with buyers? Because they think they don't have to put up a bunch of money up front on a listing? Well, gas, time, and effort equates to money. So one of the biggest fears or misconceptions is that buyers are easier. They are absolutely not easier. Right? But that's what we've been told. You know, that's what the new agents have been sold. I'd rather give a listing to a part-time agent and give a, a, a buyer to a full-time agent. only makes sense. Part-time agent can, can, can babysit the listing from their office. They can put their feet on the desk and sell the house. They don't need to get out on the street. But we have a fear of going to get them. Well, I don't want to mail them. Well, if you already mailed them, well, they already know I'm a real estate agent. They don't need to know again. I don't want to bother them. So here's the next question. Assume we get a point, an appointment. Here's another big fear that guys have. They're, you're feared or scared. They're going to ask you, how many homes have you sold? And you're going to say, yeah, I'd really like to use you, but I mean, have you sold the homes in my area? Now, we're just talking about fears now. We're not talking about scripts and dialogues. I'll get into that in another time or one-on-one if you want. But the point is, people are afraid to go out and do the work because they're going to say, what is this, your first contract? What's the matter? You don't know how to fill out an offer sheet? What's the matter with you? You think that's what they're going to say? They get out in the car. They go see the property. They come out. They want to write an offer. You decide to write it by hand. What do you think the buyer's going to say? Moron. Can't even fill out the offer sheet. No. And even if they would, you say, hey, this is a new offer sheet. My office just sent me. Just give me a minute. Right? There's a couple different ones. I'm not familiar with this one. Act as if. Don't be afraid. Okay, another, another fear is people feel this unbelievable pressure, pressure to be doing something, pressure to do pressure on self, financial pressure. Evans give me pressure to be on social media. Evans give me pressure to mail out calendars. All this pressure, 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 pressure. Listen, real estate is one of the best professions in the world. I would, I, of course, I would say that because it's what I do, but it is. You can market your own way. You can mail what you want. You can say what you want. You can call however you want. You can email however you want. You can use the tools however you want. There shouldn't be any kind of pressure. The only pressure that should be putting on on yourself is what your goals are of of what your goals are in real estate and what your bank account tells you. That's the only pressure that's there. Is the return on the investment of my time. Now, some people like spending time for just the point of staying time. They like being out there. They like doing feeling busy doesn't matter if they make a sale or not. They just want to go out, and if something happens, something happens. And that's good, too. But the only pressure that you should feel is not from your broker. 
is not from your boss and not from your manager. It should be from yourself, your kids, or your bank account. Am I, am I put, fitting in real estate the best possible way I can? Can I make better use of my time? If I come into the office from 2 to, t- from two to 10, am I going to maximize those, those, those hours? Right? Or what's the expectation of coming in the office from 2 to 10? Or having a Tuesday night training from 6 to 8? How am I going to maximize that time? Or am I just going to not put my kids to bed and just ho-hum around in the office for a minute? That's kind of why we stopped doing Tuesdays, because it ended up being kind of a ho-hum, more like a social gathering, it's like a happy hour. Okay, here's one of the big ones, guys, and I'll kind of bring this to the close. I get lots of questions, and I know Carol does, I know Nicole does, I know we all get questions, and they're questions that we're kind of expected to know without any idea. So, for example, if you're looking at a listing sheet that's listed by a different company and you don't understand the listing sheet, call the list agent. Why are you afraid to call the list agent? Now, we'll help you, but I'm not looking at the listing sheet on Sunday afternoon. So I don't understand. This is the biggest one. I highlight it here at the bottom. I don't understand what the fear is to just call the other agent and ask a question. That's what the other agents want. They want dialogue. They want to sell the listings. They want to answer the phone calls. Right? They want to know people who are interested. So ask the question. What does it mean, seller, to find suitable housing? Well, what are they looking for? How long has it been? Are you actively looking for them? What does it mean, buyer, to do all the diligence? Is there something there that we should know about? Can you please point me in a direction on what we should be looking about? What do you mean the association is 358? Does it include heat? Is the association in good order? What do you mean undevelopable land in the back? Could you help me? Could you explain that to me? They're the listing agents. They created the sheet. I don't mind helping you with the question because I can decipher most through that. But the reason why you're calling me is because you're scared to call them. And the best way you're going to learn is to call them. Now, don't get me wrong. Call me. I'm not telling you don't call me. I'm just saying that there's, a, there's an underlying fear that you can't just pick up the phone and deal with the potential co-broke. You can't just pick up the phone and handle what, what the appraiser, the home inspector, what they want to do, right? We can't have that fear. And that fear comes from not knowing what to say. And how do you learn how to say well, you practice. You pick up the phone and you make the call. And you practice. Evan's going to tell you Evan's way. And in some ways, that's not the right way. Guy told me a long time ago, I'll remember this for the rest of my life, even though he's not here anymore. Mom doesn't always know best. I can give you the direction, but mom doesn't always know best. So ask. Don't be afraid. Ask. Okay, and, the, and a couple ones, a couple other ones. You're not sure what to mail. Okay, fine. You want to mail some expireds? Well, I'm not going to mail expires because I don't know what to mail them. Mail them anything, anything that gets to their door. More importantly, something that has a capture form of some sort, not just, hey, give me a call. Give them a reason to call you. You don't need to wait for Evan with a high school degree to type you a novel of a letter. Just find one. Just write one. Hey, Bob, your home expired. Would you like to put it back in the market? Off a of full service. Easy release. Give me a call. You don't need to wait for Evan. You don't need to put the pressure of the office to produce the marketing materials onto you in order to do the job. That's procrastination, and it's fear, and it's laziness. So what we don't want to do is we don't want to get caught into our our fear. We don't want to get caught, caught into our unpreparedness that makes us look like we're scared or unprepared 
thus we have fear. And fear, we don't need to have fear. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? The person doesn't respond to your email? Okay. The person doesn't call you back? Okay. The listing agent says you're a dummy, you should know us already, you're new? Okay. The, the, you call the expired? No, asshole, I'm not selling this week. Okay. What's the worst thing that could happen to any of these? Xander Bogarts goes in the World Series, 2013, strikes out. What's the worst going to happen? Rafi Devers comes up, strikes out. What's the worst thing going to happen? You can't be afraid. You really have to. I know some people are controversial, but you really have to act as if. I know what I'm doing. I understand this business. I've got confidence. Boom. I could Listen, I'll take my hat off. I could sell cars today. I could sell furniture today. I could run for public office today. I could open a social media startup company. I could go sell biotech chemicals. I could do whatever I wanted to do, and I'm confident in my ability. I can go do whatever it is I want to do because I have confidence in myself like you guys do. You need to have confidence in your ability to understand technology, not be afraid. Asking for help isn't always the right thing. Sometimes just go in there and break it. You can't break Zap. Just go in there and look at it. Poke around. Find the templates. All the stuff you're asking for are in there. You can't let fear stall you. You can't procrastinate because you're scared, and then you just end up not doing it, and it ends up being Thursday, and you're like, well, shit, I want to do all this stuff, and nothing gets done because we were scared on what we were going to do, or we didn't know, and no led to apprehension. Apprehension, I guess, is a term of fear. The apprehension lets you not do anything because you didn't know what to do. And we just don't do any of it. And that, that's not good. You can't let the fear, apprehension, lack of knowledge, lack of, of, of self-confidence, understanding the market, understanding a seller is easier than a buyer 99 times out of 100. That's where we, get, that's where we should be tracking. These buyer leads, they're for the birds, man. They are for the birds. There, I said it because I believe it. They are for the bird. We need to be dialed in, trying to find some seller opportunity, trying to find some, some people to market to, spending our money on sending just quality emails to the buyers. If they rise to the top, fine. If not, you should think about every single day what five, six, seven, eight, ten things I'm going to send out today. Let's call it five. Five a day that's going to procure some type of referral business or listing business. That should be your business model every single day. I hope you're still on the call and you haven't dropped off yet because I walked away from my computer. Every single day, it should be what, how, what three or four or five people am I going to either ask for a referral, but we don't do that either because we're kind of scared. Ah, Bobby, he knows I'm in real estate already. I don't need to tell him until Bobby buys something, right? I had it at baseball today. guy says, oh, yeah, you sent me pictures of the listing. I tell him, I said, what do you mean? I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're getting pictures of the listing? He says, yeah, I'm looking for a place in uh, somewhere in southern New Hampshire for a rental. I'm like, I can help you with that. He's like, you can? I'm like, yeah. Well, I knew you are in real estate, but I know you do that. Yes, I do that. Yes, I can help you. Simple as that. Every day, five steps. We call it the road to six, but I'll call it the road to five. Let's call it the road to six. You need six things a day. Some, some communication on Facebook with somebody you might know, handwritten letter, phone call, postcard, refer to your site, something. Every single day without excuse. Every day I get on, now I'm going to get a little testy here. Every day I get on Facebook and I see, hey, checked in at the bar. Hey, checked in at the beach. Hey, aren't my kids cute? Hey, just got a new car. Hey, 
I don't see anything real estate related on most of your guys' stuff. How are they going to know? They're going to know until they don't know and they sell with somebody else, and then you're going to be pissed. Right? Don't be afraid. Send it out there. Get your message out there. Float it. Float it. I'm telling you, don't be afraid of what you're going to say. Don't be afraid of how you're going to say it. Just, just speak the business that you know how. That will make you sound authentic, and that's who they're dealing with anyway. They're dealing with Evan Russell because Evan Russell is Evan Russell, not because Evan Russell is a 12-year licensed broker. Half the people don't even know that. Half the people don't know what I do. They just know that Evan Russell does real estate. So they want to deal with Evan Russell because Evan is authentic, he's friendly, he's jovial, he's whatever, and I want to do business with you. That's how it works. That's what we have to do. Don't be afraid about lack of experience, hoping to get a voicemail, email, and call, fake it till you make it. Buyers are easy. You know, how many homes have you sold? How long have you been in the business? Real, you know, don't, don't, be, don't be afraid of all that stuff. Just jump in there and crush it and just act as if, and I'm telling you, it will come. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.